welcome to another episode of the Antisocial Chat Show. Uh, my name is Tara and I'm here with the lovely... Eleanor. My name's Eleanor Gould. <laughs> Great to be here. Yeah. Great to be here, Tara. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Facebook groups. I've <laughs> ah. spoken about this before, but I would like to start off by saying um, to everyone that um, something amazing happened uh, this week regarding a certain Facebook group that's got me very excited, which is super opposite to the fact that in my current business, I'm struggling with the idea of having to create my own Facebook group. So um, I think you're going to be able to help me with that, Eleanor, because the exciting thing is... Dun, 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 I reopened the copyright of Facebook group. <laughs> so after over a year, I closed it in at the end of April 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's been just over a, a whole year it's been. And uh, yeah, the whole reason was I, I kept on getting so many requests to reopen it. Right. And also because of the new, uh, well, the recent Facebook announcement was also a factor that they were going to make communities more part of the Facebook feed I think Zuckerberg's quote was the future's private or something along those lines I don't think it is but (laughs) you know if they're going to highlight groups more in the feed I thought well this is a good opportunity to revive the group and give it a new uh, a new fresh fresher perspective breathe a bit of life into it again uh, and take it on its on its course I think yeah you know, um, what I like about what you've done is it reminds me of when I met you on Snapchat. And I know I keep saying this, but I'm very happy about that. And the fact that as I got to know you, I realized that you weren't really a fan of videos. You're a copywriter. Well, you were a copywriter. You're way more than that now, <laughs> obviously. But copywriting is what you did. So you were used to writing. And that's what I admired about you as a, as a copywriter at that time. You embraced everything that was happening. If something came out, you were like, right, we're going to get on that. And this ties in with the fact that you had a very specific reason for stopping your Facebook group. You even wrote a blog post about it. But you are mm-hmm. able to take advantage of the new things that happen. Facebook making groups prominent instead of saying, well, I don't like doing that. That's not what I want to do, which to me means you're an absolute great businesswoman because you embrace what comes along and, and, and you go with it. <laughs> it, doesn't it. It doesn't matter if you're screaming and kicking along the way, but you go with it. And that's why I would like some insight as to why you did that to help me um, decide. Well, I think I have decided, but to help me understand my fear of Facebook groups and running one myself. <laughs> Well, I think your fear of Facebook groups is valid, actually, because I still stand by everything I've said. It is a time suck. Okay. It can be difficult. You know, you're dealing with with people and human nature. But I like to think I learned a hell of a lot in that because I was the other group lasted for about two, maybe three years. So not that long. It's Mm. really in the great big scheme of things. And since then, obviously, I've got a group of the same name on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn group isn't they still, LinkedIn keep on saying, yeah, yeah, groups are the way, but they're not anywhere near Facebook. And Facebook, to me, is the home of of groups. They've really nailed that. They got got that one. A couple of the reasons, and also because, obviously, I have courses, and back when I first started the group, I I started it for a a different 
uh, reason, and that was because there wasn't any groups like it that I found. I didn't like the more aggressive Facebook groups that were around at the time. Since then, there's lots of good copywriting groups. Right. I totally get that. And they're probably around at the time. I just didn't know about them. So that's why I uh, started the group in the first place. And I, I really want to continue that because um, uh, for many things, I've grown as a, as a person. I want to share what I've learned. I want other people to come in and... Uh, uh, you know I'm going to have the idea is to have lives and so other people can come in and teach things so we're all sharing our learning and expertise together because while I've been away I still get copywriters contacted contact me almost daily asking me for advice on things especially people new to copywriting and more experienced yeah. people as well so that's the main reason people keep on telling you something you have to answer the question exactly. you know yeah, it's the classic case of go where your audience is and, you know, respond to what it is that they that they want. Um, yeah. And also, I, I would like to highlight, because I, I've always recommended your group, even to clients I've worked with, um, despite the fact that I do copywriting for clients, you know, I'm still learning. It's one of the areas in digital marketing that, you know, I don't... Um, I think we all are. Copywriters <laughs> are. If a copywriter comes along and says, I know it all, then of yeah, course no, they don't. Exactly. They don't. But, but I would like to point out to everyone who's watching or listening that the Copywriter Facebook group, where you will definitely find me in there as well, isn't just for copywriters. It's also for, you know whatever you call yourself, freelancer, employee, um, you know, business owner, it, it, you really do get a lot of uh, tidbits from there. Um, and one of the things that you've just sold me on that I like, which will probably help me with my own Facebook group, is encouraging other people to go live. Because I like the idea of video. Um, too many people are really good at hiding behind words and getting to be in their bonnet about something. But if they expressed it, Maybe they don't have to go live, maybe just create a video and, and, and upload it. Um, I think that will be kind of key. Um, and this brings me on to another group that I absolutely really, really like. It's tied in with um, the course type platform that I use called Member Vault. Um, and somebody in there replied to my comment with a video, using the video feature. And I thought, oh, I'm going to do that. And I get that because when you're typing all day, you know, you can convey your response quite, you know, quicker. And I just mm -hmm. thought, oh my gosh, that is so cool. So I like the idea of that. So watch out because I'll be doing more of that in your group. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Facebook, uh, doing lives in groups is good, but I would, my advice is to put a restriction on it. So for example, Jules White, she has a group called Live It, Love It, Sell It. And she has certain days. So certain days Love people it. in her group will say, oh, it's like, I don't know, Mondays show your face day i don't know uh, everybody can do a live so because otherwise you just forget people going oh, coming in and it, it's like with anything with groups um some there will always be people that push the envelope <laughs> of course. So, okay. uh, yeah. so one of the things that i want to talk about which ties in with with the facebook group um being well facebook groups being pushed front and center and this was announced wasn't it recently a couple of weeks ago at the f f8 Facebook conference and I think a lot of you might already um, see that your your app or on Facebook it's changed so you're seeing the Facebook group icon there and you you have I find that there's easier access to the groups and notifications and so forth but mm. interestingly enough Facebook have, um, they've also recently announced that they're going to allow us Facebook users to delete our history our everything from Facebook and this is really yeah. to help um, 
not be advertised to for from the user perspective. So I'm talking as a user, if I don't want to see ads and I don't want, you know, because if you click on an ad and you decide that you want to hide it or you don't want to see from the advertiser anymore, mm -hmm. it also tells you why they targeted you or how, not why, how mm -hmm. they've targeted you because you're interested in the Spanish language, because yeah. you're interested in boots, right? So I think this is, I, I'm intrigued as to the implication of being able to delete my data from Facebook, how that's going to affect me as a business owner when I'm doing ads and how that's going to affect um, groups because I'm sure that they, they are rolling out being able to add, you know, have ads in, in groups. It's yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. I'm not. I'm not really a fan of it. No, but, no. but what what do you think about being able to delete your data from Facebook? Um, when I say data, you can. I'm assuming you can. Your account's still active. You can just delete your data. I think from a user perspective, it might be history, but yeah. Yeah, I think from a user perspective, it, it's brilliant. From an advertiser perspective, not so much. So there must be something more to it because, you know, Facebook is really there to yeah, do the business one, at the end of the day. One of the things that came up was something to do with um, the targeting. So it might make more sense as an advertiser because you'll be, your targeting will be tighter. So somebody's removed their, their, their history or data. Uh, sorry, I don't know which one it is. I just read it very quickly. But if they've done that, then you're not going to be able to reach them. But if they've chosen to do that, that means they don't want to be reached, which means you're saving, you know, your sense because you're not you know, targeting the wrong person. But this also ties in with my other question, <laughs> which is we often hear, and I have said it myself as a, as a marketer, you should build your community on your own land. You know, don't rely on platforms yeah. and so forth, um, which I have to say does really make me really believe way more in email marketing than ever, ever before. But um, some, some people are concerned about that. Like, you know, if they're doing that, if Facebook are coming out with more of these features, but at the same time promoting groups, you know, is there a chance that building your community on Facebook groups is going to come to bite you in the old proverbial? <laughs> Very likely, yeah. That was a question, wasn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, but no, but that's why people build Facebook groups in the first place, is that, and then they, they have, you know, a sales funnel. So, you know, for example, a lot of Facebook groups, you know, the owners will get you into a mastermind or coaching or everything like that. You know, when I first run the, the copyright, rather naively, I just thought, oh, we had to have a lovely community. <laughs> you right. know, and everybody else has got sales funnels galore in my group as well. Um, so, yeah, I learned that the hard way, so to speak. Um, and talking about retargeting, I have, there is a way I know that you can, um, on your Facebook page, um, create a, a link or an ad, then hide the link, put it in, say, a Facebook group with your, your targets in, but you, you somehow hide the link and then you can retarget all the people that clicked on it, which is a very sh shady thing to do in my opinion, but another reason why you shouldn't let <laughs> people drop links into your Facebook group willy-nilly. Really? You know, to, their page, to their pages, say oh, for example. The, oh, yeah. the pages or to groups? That's, that's Their pages into a group. So for example, if you create a 
post on your Facebook page. It's getting confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then you hide it. I think you can cloak it, can't you? I'm not quite sure how it works, but I was reading something about the other day that you can then put that link into a Facebook group, see all the people that click on it, and then retarget them. Okay. There, there are lots of tools that, that can do that. I mean, the way you've described it with a very specific, if that's what they're doing... I'm not sure. I just read it somewhere. Like you know, it's all these. I'm sure there's lots of, um, uh, isn't it? That kind of thing that that goes on. Or Sorry, black cat. cats. Just very crazy. <laughs> Anyone who's watching, you can see in the background. I didn't hear what you said. I'm so sorry. And we're not editing it. it it's okay. But I wouldn't. Your your cat is is not allowed in my Facebook group. <laughs> Loki, you're not allowed in. Um, yeah, I guess there are so many different types of hacks and things that people can do. My concern regarding that would be, you know, doing something like that, you're not really getting your target audience, I, you know, and, and I guess this might be another, another podcast um, episode, yeah. but one of the, um, one of the ways I'm, one of the things I'm leaning to is away from sales funnels and more to um, relationships. Uh, building relationships and I remember a couple of years ago well a year ago this is how I got quite a few clients by being active in Facebook groups and um, sharing some knowledge do I, I always do a lot of screen grabs because people ask questions mm. and if it's something technical I would record my screen and show them and and, and then I had people approach me to, to hire me and um, this is one of the things that I like about member vault where I'm going to be putting a challenge and a course because it's considered a binge and buy market. So you don't need uh, sales funnels. You invite people in to your free, you know, your freebie. For me, it's a resource um, library. And then once they're there, they can have a poke around and you encourage that. Yeah. What, what, you know, what suits you rather than them being forced into a particular funnel. So I think. (laughs) I think think your cats are trapped in your house. (laughs) Sorry, everyone who's listening. Then be the cat, um, and they've just broken something, so it's going to be intriguing. So I think um, people who are doing that, I really do wonder how much you know what their results are, and you know yeah, the well, we're taking. Going to be better, isn't it? It makes, uh, it makes sense. I, it's, yeah, I guess it's it for me. I think um, especially with so many different ways of um, you know creating a community in so many different platforms, I think it makes more sense to build relationships because should something happen, so for example, if your copywriter group disappeared, let's just say you didn't close it, you, you it deleted, mm-hmm. I should imagine there'd be quite a few people that would, quite a number of people that would message you in some way or the other and say, hey, what happened, you know? Because yeah, you've built relationships. That relationship. is what happened. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> because you've built relationships with, you know, with, with them as opposed to, you know, cloak and dagger, trying to get them uh, well, I, I into your funnel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what you say is totally right because it's all about lifetime value of, of, of a customer, really. Yeah. And so with relationship building, you're adding that value over, over time as well. So, so, so yeah, I absolutely agree with that, yeah. Whereas if you're just, you know, this short-termism, I guess, yeah. Getting people in the funnel, click here, buy there, upsell here, yeah. bang and bang, and then it then it's like they bought you. Okay, I bought your product, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> exactly, and it's like going for the quick wins as opposed to you know the the long term gain. 
Mm-hmm. So I haven't told you this because, you know, I like to do this now and again, but I have a quick fire round for you. <laughs> for oh, those yeah. who are listening and not watching the video of this, <laughs> there were daggers coming my way. I am going to ask you what are, and it's only one question, what are the top three things, top three things that you are absolutely ecstatic about from opening your group in this past week? What three things have happened or that you're thinking of that you're really glad that you reopened the group? Go. Um, well, the first has to be your, your new hairstyle. That was <laughs> absolutely ecstatic seeing that live in the group. That was the first thing. That, uh, <laughs> I thank you. The second was the amount of support that was there because I, I, I opened it kind of on the, on the quiet, so to speak, and then I was going to do a, a kind of soft launch, if you like. Um, but I haven't done that yet. Well, no, already people are coming. Um, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, it's just really about the support. And all of a sudden I feel like, you know what? I think it was a good thing. If it all goes, if it doesn't go the way I expect it to and it all goes, at least I've tried again. Um, because I'm not one to give up on things that easily and I will listen to the market and I will listen to uh, what it's telling me. So, you know, it's, a, it's another challenge for me. So you can try and throw your curveballs at me, Tara. <laughs> it won't work. But no, I, I agree with you. I've seen the comments in there and um, it's great to see some old faces uh, mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to contributing more and to getting feedback from, from copywriters and to be able to share as well my feedback uh, with them. So exciting stuff. So what's the name? Maybe we should let everybody know uh, more where they can find you, this Facebook group. Yeah, you? it's uh, quite easy. The copywriter, that's it. It's called The Copywriter on Facebook. It's called The Copywriter in LinkedIn. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> nothing hard just a copywriter and uh, you'll find it and you can apply to join as long as you answer all the questions then um, to my <laughs> yes. satisfaction fantastic <laughs> all right well do we have anything else no no what what about you what are you up to tara oh well i'm oh right i'm gonna drop my link to member vault i would encourage um everyone to come and take a look it's a platform that I've switched over from Thinkific. Uh, so I switched over from there to Member Vault. Um, and it's free. It's free to sign up. And one of the really cool things about it is um, you, it's free for up to 50 subscribers, if you have 50 subscribers. So this means you can have a play around with it and see if it's for you. Um, but the other thing is some people use it very differently. It's not always just for courses. Some people use it as a client portal. Yeah, yeah. So if you have less than 50 clients, you can use it indefinitely without having to pay. But um, it's definitely worth having a look and I'd love to hear people's feedback on it because it is slightly different to what's out there currently. So yeah. Yeah, I'd like to have an explore of that. (laughs) All right. So until the next episode, we would say bye-bye and thank you for listening and for watching. Love you some great copy. Ciao.